to another episode of Lachlan's Podcast. What an adventure we're on. 2020, new podcast, new listeners. Thank you for listening. Also, thank you for your advice. I appreciate that. And if you'll notice, the advice has been heard. No music during the podcast. That was a, a complaint of a couple of people. So I hope that helps. I only did it because I thought my voice was just not enough. But you're saying I am enough, and I really appreciate that. Right off the top, every episode, I uh, I plug something because I have no sponsors. I only have myself. I will plug myself again. I will be at the La Jolla Capital One Cafe <laughs> for a Don't Tell comedy show which uh, you can get tickets to on my website at LachlanPatterson.com or, I mean, that's the only place you're going to find tickets. So go there, subscribe, and you'll be part of a newsletter that I send all my news out on. So you'll get uh, you'll stay up to date with me, which you want to do. You want to stay up to date with me, and that's it's because you don't want to be behind on me. That would suck to be like, what Lachlan, what? Really? Oh, you know, I I guess I didn't get the newsletter. Got to sign up for the newsletter on some things. Not on, like, pizza. When you order pizza and you build your pizza profile and it says sign up for the newsletter, you don't need to sign up for that newsletter. Because I did, and now I just get news about pizza. And I don't need news on pizza, man. I'm I'm pretty sure pizza is, is going through... You know, it's own changes, and I'm sure he's. I'm. I'm not going to be surprised next time I see pizza. Also, I am going to be doing a fundraiser here in Portland, where I am right now. Coincidentally, Feb seven. So check out my website for that. It's a good fundraiser. It's for the Vital Life Foundation. Laughter is the best medicine. I I don't think that's true, but you know. Depends on the disease, right? I don't know if you can laugh away glaucoma. So those are my dates. I just plugged. And I also want to plug a couple of, a couple of people who have sent me things that I, I really appreciate. Uh, one of those is the folks at Bruce City Beard. Uh, these guys sent me some cool merch, sweatshirt, t-shirt, and some of their beard butter, which is so cool, and some beard oil. It's called the Lumbergent, it's a beard oil, and they just sent these to me, really nice guy over there uh, who I've known for a long time has sent me this stuff, he didn't put his name on any of it, so I, I don't know if he wants you to know his name, but he sent me, he even sent me a picture of him, and he sent me a letter saying how much he appreciates my friendship, and I just want to say I, wanna, I appreciate your friendship too, man, I love when I come out to Milwaukee, you, get, you are always in the audience, uh, even in Appleton, I remember just seeing you. I, I still can see your face, dude. You're a good dude, and I really appreciate this wonderful merch, and I, I wish you the best of success. And it's great product, too. If you are in Milwaukee or if you want to order online, I'm sure they have an online store. You can follow them on Instagram at Brew City Beard Butter and check out their products. It's a really good product. It's all organic, and they, it uses organic cold-pressed coconut oil, the beard, um, the beard butter. And, oh, man, 
great, great dude. I like, I like that. I like being, I like finding great people. That's, I think, the goal, the journey in life is to surround yourself with really great people. And I hope you are trying to do that too, because it, it really feels good to be around people who care. I um, and I'm I'm starting to meet a lot more of those people lately, and I, I don't know why lately, but it just feels really great to uh, meet people who care as much as I do. So, with that being said, let's move on to the show, shall we? Today on the show, as usual, it's pretty much just me. People, someone came up to me and said, "You got a podcast? What do you talk about?" And I said, "Me. I talk about me." So. Until I have other guests or another host or a producer or a point, <laughs> I'll just be talking about me and and my ups and downs. I'm in Portland right now. I'm doing. I did a, a corporate show for um, this company and great company, Gen Gensco. They make HVAC systems, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. I found out that's what that means, and I did a show for them last night. And I, I didn't like my set. I did not like my set. I'm not saying that it was my fault, but <clears throat> I didn't have a great set. And I probably should have done something different, and I, I didn't. And I just expected them to roll with me. And, you know, these corporates are f tricky, man. Andrew Gross, comedian out of Alberta, once told me when you're doing corporates... It's not important to be funny. It's important to be entertaining. And I think I, I think I just I didn't follow that note. And I should have. Because when I was trying to be entertaining, they were loving it. They were having a great time. And then I started, started into the jokes. And they're like, ah, just, uh, I don't want to hear your jokes. I want to hear you talk about me, I guess. I don't know. If I had done it over again, I would have engaged the audience more because they were talking the whole time and they had a lot to drink and they just wanted to, they wanted me to be part of their group. And I was like, it was weird because they set it up like a comedy club. They even had like a stage with a brick wall and, and cool lights behind it. So I got into this, oh, this is a comedy club vibe. And I completely misread that. It was still a corporate in a hotel banquet room and I should have been more attentive to that but you know these things happen they can't all be great shows that you need to learn and, and I learned something last night so moving forward I will adapt and become a better comedian send me any advice any feedback you have I really do appreciate it I appreciated the last feedback and look at that I used it so I'm listening you can text me or email me or Instagram me on, at Lockjaw or Twitter me, tweet me, or send me a postcard, you know? <laughs> I still haven't sent that last postcard from, like I talked about the last episode, still haven't sent it. I, I wrote it, I bought it, I wrote it, I found a stamp, and I put a stamp on it, and it's in my van and it's just sitting in the van because I can't find a mailbox. It's weird. Mailboxes just blend in to the streets. It's hard to see them. They put them like right behind lampposts. And I don't know. It's like they don't want your mail. They're really trying not to take your mail. So send me your feedback, however you do that. 
some some feedback i just i don't think people need like amazon do you really need my feedback on the toilet paper i've just purchased you don't want that feedback you're doing great amazon there's there you go <laughs> you guys are doing great i think you're in the, the you're you're in the trillion dollar category today so enough with the feedback amazon you you seem to be doing okay be more confident, Amazon. You know, quit being so uh, so doubtful of yourself and so concerned what other people think about you. You're a trillionaire, you idiot. You must be doing well. <clears throat> four stars, okay? I give four stars for everything because I think five stars is perfect and I have yet to see perfection in my life. I think that in life, we pursue perfection, but you never achieve it. And that is why we as a species are continuing to grow. If you, put, if you give an Uber or Lyft driver five stars, you're telling them they can't do anything to improve, and therefore the business is never going to improve, and it's just going to be the same. Four stars, great job. Friendly driver, fun conversation, clean car. You can... Put all that stuff in, four stars should be enough. But it's not. It's not enough. As soon as you click four stars, the uh, the app says, what did what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. Four stars is great. You're, you're a great driver. W was there something I said? No. God, man. You're not perfect, okay? Relax. Accept that. There's always room for improvement. I get it. I get my bank asking me how would I how, how I would rate their app. You're you're good, bank app. Four stars. If you want to rate my set, I would love anywhere between one and four stars. By the way, while I'm recording today, I am looking at. I got this camera where I can watch my little baby and my lady in the bedroom. Um, it's so great on the phone. You know, like when you're in a, on the road. And I'm just watching them play, and it's so great. I want to say hi to them, but we're in the middle of recording, and, oh, man, he's so freaking cute. He's walking around, and he's just digging in the toys. Oh, I could cry. He's, he's amazing. He doesn't like kisses, though. He doesn't like kisses on the face, and that is a huge, uh, that's a huge problem for us because, you know, he's going to get them. He's going to get kisses all over his face, and we struggle with this in our relationship. I was driving today, and the, the GPS said turn left in 1,000 feet. I don't need that <coughs> information. I don't know what 1,000 feet is when I'm going 65 miles per hour. So I don't know if GPSs are listening, but once it gets under... A quarter mile, I have no idea. I cannot count to a thousand feet. By the time I count, I've already passed it. So that's a dumb feature. Oh my goodness. Do you know what time it is? It is time for Sesh Talk, a wonderful segment, the only segment that I brought over from the Kooks of Comedy where I tell you about my last sesh in the water. So here goes Sesh Talk. I was out at El Porto in Manhattan Beach, no secret spots, and it was firing. 
like <clears throat> overhead, huge hooking right and lefts. Seemed like perfect conditions from the beach. And so I decided to take a pot cookie. And that was dumb. That was really fucking dumb. Because I paddled out. <clears throat> it took me 20 minutes to get out there. It took me 20 freaking minutes to get to the outside. And by that time, I was so exhausted that not only was I exhausted, my heart was pumping. So all that THC just was firing. And it was just, man, I was cranked on weed. And my anxiety was spiking because these things were coming through fast. And I had to, I had to calm down. It was really hard. It was so hard. I, I, what would seem like an easy paddle into a wave, I couldn't get into them. And my buddy Patrick was getting into everything. He was just, oh man, just, just buckets were coming off the back of the wave. As I was sitting on the outside watching him and getting angrier and angrier at myself, he even paddled up and said, "You gotta get one, man." And I was like, and now I got in my head. So I paddled into one finally, and uh, it was a left. And so I'm dropping in backside and holding onto my rail way too long. And the wave just pushed me over. And I just, it would be like, it would be like getting dumped into the top. You know how the garbage trucks dump the garbage into the top of the garbage truck? It was like that. Imagine it just picked me up and threw me upside down into the trash and oh man and then it was just like another 20 minutes to paddle back out and it was and every time I couldn't get one I'd try to go in to the the inside and see if it was just a matter of just you know getting it as it's breaking and it just smashed me oh man stupid 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 short sesh too I lasted an hour at one point I, I actually caught three waves um, but I, I really didn't feel like I was in control. They were all walls. I picked all the wrong ones. And then I turned to go back out. I had already paddled, I mean, 15, 20 minutes. Every wave you caught, 15, 20 minutes to get out. And I just looked at Patrick, and he looked at me, and we were like, let's get out. <clears throat> but I will get my revenge in this life or the next. That has been Sesh Talk. It was cool too uh, to get out, and I, you know, all month I had been I had a great January. January's been awesome. My parents came to town for January, so they helped out, so me and my lady could go surfing while they uh, watched my kid. And now they're gone, and it's sad. I'm very sad they're gone. They were funny. They 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 only brought one pair of glasses on the trip. <laughs> And they both can't see. So it was really funny watching them share a pair of glasses. Just shouting from the other room. I need the glasses, Doug. It's my turn to wear the glasses. I just I just gave you the glasses. I need the glasses. I'm working on a crossword. My dad is a unique specimen. He's absolutely very unique. He does his own thing. My dad is like a, a guy who thinks he's alone. He thinks he's like a, a hermit in the woods, but he's surrounded with all sorts of people. Like, he'll just wake up, and we'll all be hanging out, and he'll just go somewhere, and, he, you know, he'll go to the Whole Foods or whatever and get himself a, a coffee, 
When you go to a restaurant, he'll just walk up, and while we're waiting to be seated, he'll go find himself a seat. And then you'll walk up, and he'll already be eating. <laughs> he just does stuff like that. And, and you know, he's got, he's got a tablet, and he just watches. I told you about this already, but he just watches the tablet all day. And, you know, we'll all be in the room chatting, and he'll just be on his tablet. Because he just wants, I think he just wants to be alone. And good for him. But maybe just don't leave the socks on the coffee table, Dad. You know that phrase, like father, like son? I don't think that's true. I think, for me, what I've seen so far in my 10-month-old, I think it's more like grandfather, like son. Because those two are identical. They both leave shit lying around everywhere. They got food all over their faces. They just fall asleep in the middle of the afternoon in front while everyone's talking like they can t- they can sleep anywhere those two are the same man my dad's actually blind in one eye I, he tells me and, but he doesn't complain about it he just kind of deals with it and that's pretty amazing because i'd be like i can't imagine just being blind that would probably be the toughest thing in the world sometimes like when i'm walking i'll close my eyes and try to walk and see how long i last and it's like f- 10 seconds 10 seconds and and then I open my eyes and go fuck that I'm too self-conscious imagine that people are just like making faces or like about to punch me how do you get over that you know or at least my my lady's just evil mean staring at me while I'm sleeping (laughs) just mad I would just assume that everyone hates me if I was blind and that they're giving me the finger. That's probably not a good thing. I should probably have some someone tell me that's not true. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get a, a, a producer. Maybe I need a producer to sit just off to the side and stop me from saying things. It's different now too that I have a kid. We need to f- find a school. I need to find somebody that I can trust to watch my kid for five hours. And that bothers me, especially when I listen to other people tell me about how they were sexually abused as a child. That stuff didn't bother me before. I mean, obviously, I felt bad for them. But, oh, man, now I think about if someone ever touched my kid. Do yourself a favor and listen to Honeydew with Brian Sickler interviewing Maranzio Vance. Man, that shit woke me up. I love Maranzio. I had no idea that he was going through that shit. But it helps me understand him a little more. But if anyone ever touched my kid, oh, man, I, I'll go to jail. I will. I'll go to the jail for the rest of my life, and I'll eat cheese sandwiches, and I'll work out, and maybe I'll do stand-up comedy in jail. You know, maybe I could do shows on the weekends. But I will murder somebody if they hurt my kid. If they, oh, so, very serious, I'm very serious now, it sucks, and any photo of me I look at, some people, people always post photos of me online of performing, and I've noticed that uh, I'm always, I look very serious, and I'm not a serious person, the word serious is weird too, what does that mean, serious? Sometimes I'll drive down the bol- at the the freeway and I'll see the big sign. The lawyers always put their signs on the freeway. 
seriously injured. <laughs> that, that makes me laugh. Seriously injured. Like, are they getting a lot of prank calls? Hey, I'm injured. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, that they, they have to write seriously. Injured? Question mark. Are you injured? Yeah, I'm injured, and uh, it's, I saw your sign. I, I'm calling you. I'm, I'm, I broke my leg. Some guy ran over my leg as I was walking across the street. It's broken. I'm wondering if you can help me. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I, pff, seriously? Yeah, right. This sounds like you're bullshitting me, buddy. How do I know you're serious? Well, that's you know I can send you pictures of the the break. The break. All right, you send those pictures, and then I'll decide. If you're serious, you don't sound very serious. Stupid joke. I'm in a bad mood today. I don't know if you guys picked it up. But, uh, you know, that's the problem when you have a bad set. You got to get on stage right away. Or else that set is going to infect you for your your whole week. The other thing, too, you got to look at bad moods and say, Hey, are, hey maybe bad moods aren't that bad. When You know, when you know, I notice when I'm in a bad mood and I'm listening to music, I'll be like, Okay, well, this song is socks, and I've been listening to this song for 10 years, and I never really noticed that this song socks. And now I know, because I'm in a bad mood, I had the, I have the ability to hear that a song socks really bad, which I think is a good thing about being in a bad mood. You know, carving things, you know, carving, carving into a tree, or like learning learning how to carve a wood duck that started with a guy in a bad mood he was just he took a knife and just started stabbing a, a log and then after time he he's like I'm this looks kind of like a duck think about that <coughs> arts and crafts that's another reason that being in a bad mood is good don't be so down when someone's in a bad mood don't try to take them out of it just say hey man I'll see you when you're in a good mood But yeah, I'm in a bad mood. Just people sometimes people say shit when you're in a good mood and then they ruin it. I was at a show and this guy goes, Oh, my friend's gonna come see your show. You like you love him. How do you know I'd love him? You don't you don't you do you really know me that well? Do you know how, how I judge people uh as No, you'd love him. I already don't like him now. Now that you said that, I don't like him. You've ruined any chance of us becoming friends? Oh, you love him. You know what he said? He goes, you'll love him. He's six six. You th- honestly think that I just like someone because we're the same fucking height? You'll love him. He's six six. You're six five. You know, you guys will get along. You guys can talk about, you know, throwing away ladders, co- going to the store and nothing fitting. You, how was your shower this morning? Did you get your hair wet? Yeah, me neither. How's your back, Josh? We're just talking about our bad backs and not fitting into seats. It's funny, the Prius Uber back seat is like, to me, it's like the trunk. Just just throw me in the trunk with my bag if you're going to put me in that back seat, that tiny little ass back seat. I'm sitting in the front with you, buddy. So move all your shit out of off the front seat. Crank it back as far as it can go. We're 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 gonna become friends, me and you, Uber driver, whether you like it or not. So get off your phone, move your lunch off of the seat, give it a brush with your hand, and we're gonna go. And even if it's the best ride I've ever had, four stars. Yeah, I'm I'm not the greatest person. Thank God for the internet.
I know the banks are getting tired of the internet because they started opening coffee shops inside them, which means that they're like, they miss people coming to the bank so much that they're like, what if we have good coffee and chairs and people can just hang out in our store? <laughs> Excuse me, babe. Uh, I'm going to be right back. Do you want a muffin? Yeah, I'll take a muffin. Okay, cool. I'm going to get a home loan and you get a muffin. I'm going to be at the La Jolla Capital One Bank and Cafe on Saturday, Feb, Feb 1. So come on in and let's see if it works. Also, I'm going to be, like I said, in Portland, Bridgetown, Portland, Oregon, February 7th at the Vital Life Foundation's fundraiser. Check the website. And if you're planning ahead, if you're a good plan aheader, February 21st, I will be at the Ice House in Pasadena. So check that date out as well. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening. Um, this is a work in progress, so bear with me as I explore what is working and what's not working. And like I said, love that feedback. So take care. Thank you.